This is the Confidence Company Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Padigos, and this show is dedicated to activating your potential so you can live your fullest life from the inside out. Come with an open mind and let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Confidence Company Podcast. This is Kelsey Padigos, your host, and I'm so grateful to be here to get into another episode. And this episode is the first one of a series that we're going to be doing. I'm so excited about it. We're going to be doing a red hot relationship series. So this month inside of my hypno breathwork membership, we're diving into intimacy. And in my membership, we actually do the reprogramming process, right? So you're rewiring your neural pathways. We do somatic abundance practices. We do breath work um, and hypnotherapy, obviously, where I, I'm helping my clients in there um, repattern themselves, repattern intimacy into their body. Because think about it, we all have a threshold for intimacy, no matter where we're at all of us are human we all have some kind of threshold or thermostat rather of like this is as much this is how intimate i get this is the amount of closeness that i'm willing to let myself experience this is the amount of love i'm letting i'm willing to let myself receive or give to another person and we might subcon no not might we subconsciously can um, stop ourselves from being more intimate physically or emotionally with someone, even the people we love the most, right? Maybe it's our children or maybe it's our significant other. And I want to explore this with you, whether you are wanting to attract new people into your life, maybe a new tribe of friendships, good quality friendships that you can be real with and raw and vulnerable and and truly express your heart and feel safe in these relationships and be yourself and also receive like tough love too when you need it. We all need that that tough love sometimes. I know I do. I thrive in that. I like it when people are lovingly honest with me, right? And can, and I have that relationship with them. And I love being able to be vulnerable and real. I like that's where I thrive when I can just and I'm a very open person. I'm very vulnerable. And it's really good for me to be in a safe container where I can just let myself express that and not feel like I'm being judged, right? I'm, I'm actually being supported in that. So maybe you're wanting to attract a new tribe, new friendships, a new spouse, a new significant other. Um, this was my intention this year to, att- to, to attract new female relationships, a tribe that had the same spiritual beliefs as me and this is so crazy you guys like okay so that was my intention right and 
that was, you know, in January when I was like, that's what I want to focus on this year is like my relationship with women, because I, I realized how important that is to me. You know, I'm 35 now. And at this stage in my life, and maybe you've had, you've realized this too. It's like, okay, like, you actually have to be conscious about seeking. <laughs> you have to go out there and seek relationship, right? It's not like we're in school and can just meet new people at school. Like we, and I'm an entrepreneur and as an entrepreneur like that, you're not necessarily around a lot of entrepreneurs every day or like your peers all the, all the time. And it's something that I had to get intentional about and seek it out. And so I ended up joining um, it's called a connect group at my church. And I've ended up meeting a group of women, not only that who are around my age, we're all around the same age, but we all have boys. And so when we get together, there's like nine boys all around the same age. It's like seriously a dream come true. And it's something that I like visualized and wanted and I got it and I'm like oh my gosh it's here right and it I had to do the work of getting out of my comfort zone and seeking that out but here I am and so I believe that we're all an energetic match for the people in our lives right and that's why my um my membership is called energetic match we all radiate energy I'm all about energy as you may know if you've been listening to the pod, but you have an energetic signature in your energy field and your thoughts radiate energy, your, your belief systems, who you are has a frequency and your emotions that are in your body, um, radiate a frequency of energy. And we become an energetic match for the people in our lives. And here is something so interesting. This is a total side note, but I just loved this picture. So I was talking with my, I guess she's like my cousin on my, my husband's side, like a cousin-in-law. I don't know. I guess she's my cousin, but, um, every year we go to a national park for vacation, which they live in Colorado. We meet up with them at a different national park. This year we went to Olympic, National Park in Washington, which I highly recommend. It was so beautiful. We spent days hiking through the rainforest and waterfalls and the beach and the lake and the mountains and the river. It was just so gorgeous. But anyway, we were talking about what we want to do next year. Next year, we're going to go to South Carolina um, to the Smoky Mountains. So let me know if you've been there before. I want to know what you thought about it, what you liked, what we need to do there because... I've never been on the East Coast except for New York. Anyway, in South Carolina, there is this time of year where the fireflies um, get together. It's called the, like, they're in synchronicity, like a synchronous firefly event. <laughs> and these fireflies all gather together, and what they're doing is they're looking for their mate, and they look for their mate based on their light that they are all radiating and they match each other's light in order to find their mate. I was like, oh my gosh, if this isn't a picture of become being an energetic match for someone, I don't know what it is. It's like the perfect illustration that we see in nature. And this is what happens 
with us humans, right? Based on our energy field in this light that we don't see necessarily. Some people can see that stuff, but we don't see it, but it's something that it just happens on an, in the energy field. And so this is just good information for you to look at life as your mirror. Like the people in your life are your mirrors of your internal world. And if so, if everyone in our life is an, is someone we are in energy, match for or the relate the type of relationship or the state of the relationship we're in right now with anyone is an energetic match for where we are at this allows you to look within yourself and ask this really important question okay if you want to have a red hot relationship this is like number one question that you can ask yourself is how have I contributed to being an energetic match for this relationship. Now, this doesn't mean you just go like, if you don't like your relationship, you don't just like end it right now and ghost the person and block them out of your lives. I don't believe in that, right? Especially if you want to keep the relationship. This is a meaningful friendship or or significant other you have. You don't just do that. And this is your chance to look within yourself. You go first in the relationship. Because you're aware of it, this is your invitation to do something about it. And you ask yourself, how have I contributed to being the energetic match for this relationship or for the state of this relationship? This gives you so much power and so much control to shift your relationships and to attract in new people. Like I said, I, in order for me to attract in these new women into my lives, into my life, not my lives, um, I had to look within me and realize how I wasn't, I wasn't doing my part because I had a trust problem. I had a huge issue trusting women and feeling safe in female relationships. And that was my job. That is not anyone else's job, but mine. Like, no, and I, if I hadn't handled that, if I hadn't looked at that and healed it and shifted it and then taken a new like I wouldn't have been able to take a new action, right? If I had stayed in that state of, I don't trust women. But because I was able to see that and shift it, then I could take the next step. And that was being in a really vulnerable place of putting myself out there, right? That can be so vulnerable, when you've been living this way and you know under a spell that says women can't be trusted and you know how I broke that spell was asking myself am I a woman who is trustworthy am I embodying the trust that I want to feel from somebody else because when you ask that question am I trustworthy am I someone that someone else can trust am I a safe friend Am I a safe person to be friends with? All right, because that's what I wanted. 
when you ask yourself that and you look within yourself and you get honest with yourself and maybe there are things inside of you to heal to help you embody that safety this is where like somatic practices come in to help you actually embody that in your subconscious maybe there's things that you get to heal there from your past and then you become an energetic match for safe women right for trustworthy relationships so good oh my gosh okay so let's say that you are wanting to attract in a new significant other a new spouse and you keep attracting people attracting men attracting women who are not emotionally available for you And it feels like you keep attracting that same type of person. You keep falling into the same pattern of feeling like you have to chase them. Like you are kind of on the defense, right? And you're constantly thinking on your end about what you just said and how was that the right thing to say? How else could I have said, oh, I shouldn't have said that. And you can ruminate on these things for hours or even days about something that you did in the conversation that could have possibly messed it up while that person is probably not thinking about that at all um and you're like oh right the first thing here is to catch the pattern of the things that keep getting created right it's like groundhog day in relationships Do you keep attracting people that kind of remind you of each other? Like, oh yeah, this kind of reminds me of this person who was in my life. I had a friend who actually reminded me of something my mother, uh, a certain way that I perceived my mother to treat me, right? And so I saw, I realized how my friend was actually behaving that same way where it would put me in this state of walking on eggshells like I am very energetically sensitive and if she looked moody if she didn't look like she um, was happy or like enjoying what we were doing it made me super nervous and anxious and I would like bend over backward to make sure that she was okay and that she was having a good time And that was a pattern that I had in my relationship with my mom. And so, and so that was an interesting parallel that I saw, right? That groundhog day sensation I was feeling with this friend and I had to take a good look at that and ask, where is this coming from within me, right? That part of me that didn't feel good enough to just be here that didn't feel valued and significant enough to just enjoy this time and have that perception that I'm an enjoyable person. I'm a lovable person. I'm a likable person. Like I don't have to bend over backwards for someone else to feel okay. And so what I was able to do here to not recreate Groundhog Day in another friendship, right? Um, 
was take a look at how I was contributing here. How was I an energetic match for this again, right? This was something from my past. How did I recreate it here? How was I allowing this? It's in my awareness. When something's in your awareness, you are equipped to handle that situation. Sometimes it's really painful to look at this stuff. It can be really triggering and it can remind you of pains from the past, but know that you're equipped to handle this. And when you look at it, look at your life and look at your triggers and look at what's happening here in your awareness as the observer, right? This this situation is not who you are. You aren't your triggers. You aren't your past. You are simply observing it like you're watching a movie. And ask, I asked myself, you know, that question of how did I contribute? How was I an energetic match for this? Then I could look at how I was operating, right? This helped me heal, um, continue to heal people pleasing tendencies. And so I was rooted in this identity from the past of I'm not good enough. And when, when you're operating from that, you're always going to be not good enough, no matter what you do. It's, you're always going to feel not good enough. And operating from there is operating from a state of lack. It's operating from a state of, there's something wrong with me. I'm deficient. I'm not good enough. I'm not valuable. I'm not significant, right? You can play, it can branch out to many different thoughts about ourselves that are working for us, that are keeping us in this state of deficiency. And so I was able to use this information to start the healing process and looking at that little Kelsey who who took on that belief of, I'm not good enough. Well, where did this come from, right? This is the inner work that is so profound so, so profound. Like this can take years off of therapy doing something like this. I have people who have worked with me for one session. They're like, oh my gosh, we did more in one session than I've done in therapy for like years, right? Doing something like this can be so healing to look at this part of you within you that's like trapped in your subconscious operating from lack, operating from not good enough, but where did that come from, right? And tending to this past version of you and get this new neural pathway wired within you instead of operating from lack, now you can operate from a place of, I am good enough. I'm more than good enough, right? That you're, I'm inherently valuable, inherently significant. And... Instead of operating from a place of deficiency, you can operate your life from sufficiency because our relationships that we have are not supposed to complete us. And many of us have grown up with that idea of like, oh, I'm going to meet my other half who's supposed to complete me. And that is a lot. That's codependency that is very toxic. And the other person is not supposed to make us happy right? We're supposed to be in charge of our own happiness. I, I shared this quote today um, on my Instagram 
from Abraham Hicks. And it's this, tell everyone, you know, my happiness depends on me. So you're off the hook and then demonstrate it. Be happy no matter what they're doing. Practice feeling good no matter what. And before you know it, you will not give anyone else responsibility for the way you feel. And then you'll love them all. Because the only reason you don't love them is because you're using them as your excuse to not feel good. Holy moly. If that's not a mic drop, I don't know what it is. I put a a mic drop uh, sticker on it because it's so good, right? Other people are not in charge of your happiness. So let them off the hook and you are off the hook, right? As a recovering people pleaser, that is like a weight lifted off of our shoulders, people, because we're not responsible for making other people happy. Amen to that. And so imagine how you would be when you show up in your relationships, whether that is that red hot romance that you're wanting to either recreate in your marriage or you're wanting to attract it in or a red hot friend, like, you know, just that feeling of I'm on fire for the relationships in my life or my friendships with my kids. Like there is so much reward that can come from our relationships. So that's what I mean by red hot, just to re-emphasize that. Um, But imagine how you would shift coming from that place of I'm whole and I'm complete without you. Like you are a cherry on top of my life. Like I get to be me. And what do we get to create together in life? What kind of magic do we get to create together without having to like subconsciously make each other feel good enough and get caught up in some codependency dynamic? But you are both um, whole and complete and sufficient. And then you get to create magic from there, right? You get to create joy and experiences and love um, and the magic that you're, you're meant to create with these people in your life. So imagine visualizing that. I want you to practice visualizing yourself in your relationships. Okay, this is the exercise. This is the challenge for this week, for this series. One visualize yourself in your relationships and how you want them to be. What would red hot relationships in your life look like? It is with your significant other, with your friendships, with your children, with maybe your coworkers, with whomever you're you're wanting to attract into your life, right? Or the the type of situation or environment with relationships you're wanting to attract and and recreate. So that's step one, visualize and reimagine your relationships. And then I want you to ask yourself to see patterns, like keep your eye out for patterns of how you are contributing, right? How are you allowing certain patterns to manifest in your relationships. If you're not happy with what's happening here, you can ask yourself this very powerful question, how am I an energetic match for this? Again, if you're wanting to create something new, 
ask yourself, how can I become? How can I be an energetic match for that, right? If you want to experience a trustworthy relationship, ask yourself, am I trustworthy? Am I emotionally available, right? Do, am I open to deeper intimacy? If that's something I want, I want more intimate, meaningful, fulfilling connections in my life. Am I available for that? That's when the breakthrough happens. That's when you can start shifting things externally, right? When you tend to within you first. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for listening. Do the exercises. If you love this episode, please share it with someone who you think would love it too. You can always take a screenshot of it and share it on your social media. I always love that and deeply appreciate that. I'm so grateful. And awesome. Stay tuned for the rest of the series and I will see you next episode. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It is my honor to be a part of your journey. If it feels aligned to you, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review and help enrich someone else's path by sharing this episode with a friend, a family member, or on your social media and stay tuned for the next episode.